Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Streaming Science Podcast. Streaming Science is a student-driven program that works to connect you with scientists to learn how science impacts all of us in our everyday lives. I'm Katie Ray, and I'm in the second year of the Agricultural Communication Master's Program at the University of Florida, and your hostess for this episode. You're currently listening to an episode from our most recent series titled, The State of the Scientific Enterprise During COVID-19, made in partnership with the UFIFIS Research Dean's Office. In this series, we explore the stories of scientists and their students about how COVID-19 has impacted their professional and personal lives. Over the past year, scientists and their graduate students had to make some tough decisions about how to modify research practices and how to reopen research spaces safely. In the following interview, I spoke with Jamie Burrow, the Extension Coordinator at the UFIFIS Citrus Research and Education Center. We discussed Jamie's experience as an Extension Coordinator for the CREC during the COVID-19 pandemic, the impacts COVID-19 had on her work and personal life, and the work put in by both Jamie and the scientists at the CREC to move their biggest research sharing event of the year, the state's annual Citrus Expo, to a virtual platform. Through this podcast, I hope you gain insight into Jamie's experience as an Extension Program Coordinator, communicating science and working with researchers during a global pandemic, and how the industry of Florida's most iconic commodity adapted to changes during the unprecedented times. This is a first-hand account of a UFIFIS Extension Program Coordinator's experience during the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, so firstly, um, good afternoon, and thank you so much for agreeing to be part of this podcast. Um, so if you want to just start by um, telling everyone your name and your role at the CREC. My name is Jamie Burrow, and I am an Extension Program Manager, and so I get to assist the faculty and their Extension programs, and I get to create educational resources. And how is your role in Extension vital to the work done at the Citrus Research and Education Center? I get to help the faculty get their research information out into our clientele. Okay, cool. So obviously, um, the big like elephant in the room is the COVID-19 pandemic that kind of came out almost a year ago, a little over a year ago, and affected our work and home life last year. Um, when you realized that you were going to be working from home, what was your like initial reaction to that news? So at first I was told it would be two weeks, you know, so I'm like, I'm this person who likes to try new programs. I'm like, okay, this will be an adventure, two weeks, you know, and we'll be back at the office. Well, here we are a little over a year later and we're not fully back at the office yet. And so the first part, it was, it was exciting at first to try something new, but then you got to the point where like, well, when are we going back? When are we going back? And so we eventually got settled in. It's like, you're going to be here for a while. Right. Yeah, of course. And what was like, um, what would you say was the hardest part or the biggest change that you found difficult to adapt to that was brought about by the pandemic? I think just not knowing like where we're going to go for our next program or when we were going to get to go for the next program. And, and I have a calendar and I write everything in pencil and I have never erased so much, you know, in my calendar. And so that was a struggle for me was just not knowing and then just waiting to know when the next meeting would be. 
Right. Absolutely. I think the not knowing is one of the hardest parts. And that was kind of went on longer than we had expected it to. So it, it was a little difficult, especially for those of us who like to plan things out. Yes. <laughs> and I'm a planner. So. For sure. So I know that um, you typically work with growers in the citrus industry um, in the state of Florida. So how did that change due to the pandemic? How um, did you change the way you connected with them or spoke with them or helped them with any problems that they had? So the biggest change was no face-to-face meetings. And so we transitioned our programs to online and that was a learning curve for me as well. And so I've I'm at the point where now I'm like, this is really neat, you know, to be able to do this. But I'm also at the point I'm like, I'm really ready to see our growers. I do miss them. So I'm looking forward to seeing them hopefully soon in some face-to-face meetings. What do you think was the hardest part for the growers to adapt to? Not having the meetings, knowing the latest, you know, in those face-to-face meetings. Yeah, for sure. And what about like when you're working with the researchers at the center. I know, especially the scientists' role in um, researching pests and diseases is so vital to the citrus industry. How did you find it? Did you find it more difficult or less difficult to communicate with each other? Um, how you know? How did that go? So, in an office situation, so pre-COVID, you know, and. So I would be in the office and if they hadn't answered my email or my phone call, you know, they're out doing in the field or in the lab. So I would be able to go to their lab, you know, and be able to catch them when they're there or one of their lab personnel be, oh, they're going to be back at a certain time. So I know to go back at that time to see them. And that's probably been the biggest thing is that I am having to wait a little longer for them to respond. And that's just me and my patients. And so um, I can't just go hop up and run to their office like I used to. And so, um, and then have an idea that when they were going to be back. So just waiting on them to respond to emails. And, and that's normal as it was before, but I couldn't hunt them down, you could say. Right. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys like stay in touch um, via phone call? Did you have like Zoom meetings? Oh, we have communicated all kinds of ways. We have had lots of Zoom meetings, text messaging, phone calls. Um, We've been learning how to use Microsoft Teams and how to have video programs through that. So through it all, I mean, we have learned a lot of new programs. And so that has been one of the positives from the pandemic is learning these new programs. Right. Do you think you'll continue to even like following the pandemic? Do you think you'll still take advantage of that technology that you guys used? We were using Zoom before, and so I think we'll continue to use Zoom. I don't know if we'll be using it as much as we were in the pandemic, but it will definitely still be a part of our day-to-day. So how did you, kind of more on a personal perspective, what did you do to stay in touch with family and friends um, when the pandemic first came about? So I was able to see my mom. Um, she doesn't live very far from me, so I was able to see her, and I was able to see my aunt. Um, the one person I haven't got to see very much of, um, and we've done everything through FaceTime and Zoom, has been my sister. And I really miss seeing my sister and getting to hang out with her and my niece. So that's been a struggle for me, not to be able to be with my sister. I definitely understand that. So um, back towards the perspective of you um, in working in Extension, what advice would you have for you know, new or incoming extension agents in the field when 
like working in a pandemic, if there ever were to be a pandemic or anything that would make us have to work from home again, what advice do you have for extension agents? Just come on in. I mean, I truly enjoy extension. My job fits my personality. And so when you join extension, you are getting into another family. And so just hop on in, learn everything you can. And there may be things you may be like, well, is this are we doing this just because we're in a pandemic or is this something that you normally would do when we're not in a pandemic? So just jump in and take it all as a learning opportunity and learn all you can because you never know when you're going to use it again. So yeah, for sure. It's again, it's part of the unknown. You never know when you're going to have to use it again or not. <laughs> yes, I have been using Qualtrics. I used it before the pandemic, but during the pandemic, I am in it weekly, two or three times a week, if not daily sometimes. So I really felt like I have somewhat mastered that program. Yeah, I think we're really lucky to have all this technology that we did not have, you know, like a decade ago or may not have existed. Yes. And now it's just kind of there. And so we have we had that to like fall back on and use. And so it's just, um, we've gotten to know that technology a little bit better, it seems like, yes. during this past year. I, I agree, yes. We have used a lot of programs we weren't using before. For sure. So how do you plan on moving forward now that there's new developments with this vaccine? I know I just got my second dose of the vaccine a couple of days ago um, and various solutions to the pandemic. How do you and the people um, and the researchers and everybody else at the Citrus Research and Education Center plan to move forward um, with these like solutions and everything else? So we're um, very well aware of the vaccines and still watching the numbers. So we are still keeping an eye on everything. And I think that most of us are excited to get back to those face-to-face -face meetings. And, but we wanna make sure we take it in the right timing. Right. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, um, for talking with me today. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people super excited to hear your perspective on this, kind of a different perspective than just the researchers. So probably some other extension agents are going to be listening to what you had to say. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I enjoyed it always. Thank you for listening to our State of the Scientific Enterprise during COVID-19 series on the Streaming Science Podcast. Make sure to follow and reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. For more information about research at UF-IFAS, visit the link in the show notes. We would love to conduct more of these interviews and grow this series to include a variety of scientists' voices and perspectives. If you're interested in participating, please email us at streamingscience1 at gmail.com. That's streamingscience1 at gmail.com. I'm your hostess, Katie. Thanks for listening.